This is a Big MX Podcast, brought to you by X-Brand Goggles, presented by Golden Tire, Tech One Designs, Westside Honda, TransCanada Motorsports, Roy Wharton Suspension Systems, and 204 Skate Shop. Motocross news from around the globe, but mostly between Emerson and Brandon. We're not experts over here, but we've got microphones. Check out BigMXRadio.com for more content. Welcome to the Big MX Show, brought to you by X-Brand Goggles, 204 Skate Shop, Tech One Designs, Westside Honda, TransCanada Motorsports, RPM Graphics, Roy Borton Suspension Systems, and Golden Tire. I am your host, as usual, Brad Gebhardt, and with me on the line is none other than Brett Q. How's it going, Brett? I'm doing awesome, man. I'm just out here working on my dirt bikes, getting ready to go ride again. Can't wait. Excellent. You're working on that. Uh, t- you have a 2014 Honda, but I think that one's up for sale soon, is it not? Well, I, uh, I'm thinking about it. Maybe uh, putting it up for sale, getting a 2015 pretty soon. Those things are looking pretty sweet. So Absolutely. I also just got a uh, 2007 CR250, so you're going to be seeing a lot of that coming up. I'm pretty pumped on it. That gets gets into some of the questions I have later down the road. That's awesome to hear. You're, uh, you've got a two-stroke. I, myself, have a matching set of uh, Kawasaki KX-125 KX and 252-stroke. They're in perfect condition, I might add. That is awesome. That is awesome. We're going to have to have a, uh, a two-stroke battle pretty soon, then. Absolutely. But uh, before we get into too much of that, let's uh, knock off a few questions. Uh, it's called a pick your poison segment that we uh, we just kind of loosen things up a little bit, start it off. Uh, some questions serious, some not. Um, but either way, just get uh, let our fans get to know you a little bit better. You ready for that? Let's do it. Right on. These picks, pick your poison questions are brought to you by 204 Skate Shop out in Selkirk, Manitoba. Um, first question, two-stroke or four-stroke? Um, oh, man. I, I'm more comfortable on a four-stroke for sure, but I do love that sound. That two-stroke is pretty sweet. I I like it, but I'd say it's probably four-stroke. Four-stroke basically just makes things a little bit easier. Definitely. I'm just so comfortable on it. If I would ride a two-stroke more often, I'd probably like the two-stroke more. It's very mm-hmm. light. It's fun to ride. So I, I like them both. They're fun. I definitely I think it's a lot cooler than if people ride two-stroke, so, but sure. more comfortable on the fourth, it'd be. Well, I appreciate that. Uh, blondes or brunettes? Um, I have always loved blondes, but I've always ended up with brunettes, so I don't know. Isn't that funny how I, it works? I, I say blondes. Blondes for sure. My girlfriend's blonde, so I better, my girlfriend now, so I better um, stick with blonde. Fair enough. Turn down or turn up? Uh, I can't do a turn up or a turn down, honestly. Can't do either one. I, uh, I would say probably, I like the turn ups. I think they look really cool, but that's probably just because I'm not that good at them. But I'm learning. I'm getting better at them. So I would say turn up for sure. Baseball or football? Um, baseball. I like baseball. I always watched it growing up. I never played football, but I kind of know what's going on, but I just don't really uh, don't really watch it too much. I've always liked baseball, and most people say it's boring, but I, I think it's all right. It's not too bad. For sure. Washington or Oklahoma? Oh, man. I'm going to make somebody mad no matter what I say there. Exactly. No, um, that, that's but, the theme to these questions. The good news is I don't live in Washington. I live in Oregon. So That's I say right. Oklahoma. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, Chipotle or pizza? Oh, depends on what kind of pizza. You see, I'm a pretty big fan of uh, California Pizza Kitchen, and that's that's pretty often visit for me. So 
I like I like Chipotle, but I think I got burned out on it. I burned myself out, and I kind of. I, I, I think the motocross people. industry is trying to burn themselves out on Chipotle. That's been like Dude. pretty much. I think that I is hashtagged more than motocross in general. That's for sure. Uh, everybody loves it. Ken Roxon, I see Snapchat like every day. He's on he's Chipotle every day. So that's his deal. <laughs> that's but, the secret to the, right. the Alden Baker program, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not really I sure how it. that works. I don't, I'm not on any sort of training program, so I can eat whatever I want. That's probably why I pick CPK instead of Chipotle. Fair enough. So, so uh, I've also got to ask, uh, Dirt Lip or uh, Steel Ramp? Man, I've I've gotten quite fond of Steel Ramps lately, and but I don't like it. Like I'm I'm I love them. They're fun to jump, but whenever okay. I go back to a moto track, I just really like I question myself more than I used to about like, oh man, that's like. That's, I wonder how fast I go to hit that, you know, because steel ramps are so consistent and you just get so used to them and hitting it at 75 feet. You don't even have to really look at anything besides the landing. You just go out there and hit it. Yeah. And uh, so, I mean, I really, I like steel ramps, but I mean, I don't want to get too used to them. I try not to jump them too often. I really, um, I, I don't get to jump them that much. I don't have one and I really don't have one close to me even. So I'm, I haven't hit a ramp for a little while and uh, I probably will, before Monster Cup, only get to hit one maybe two times. I'm going to go out to California for a couple of days and ride with those guys. So I'll probably get to hit a ramp twice and go for it. So. Fair enough. It's actually interesting because the 2002 um, Gravity Games, uh, they did an all-dirt uh, setup for the for the freestyle, and apparently all the guys had a huge problem with it because a lot of them are just ramp guys. They That's all they ever hit. And uh, a lot of the guys who weren't racers in the past actually had a lot of troubles. Yeah, definitely. I think that was... Um, I think Kenny might have done really good at that one. Kenny Bartram, he's always That's been, right. uh, I mean, he's always been a motocross he guy. And he's really good with all kinds of stuff like that. So he's, uh, he's on it. And then I'm sure Travis probably won because he's uh, he obviously good at foot. everything he does. Okay. Travis well, has broke his foot during the nationals that year. Uh, he only raced, uh, oh, he got, he did do X games, not gravity games. That's um, right. That's right. Good but, call. Uh, fair good enough. Uh, last couple questions. Um, Jimmy Albertson or Trey Kennard? Oh man, I love both of them for two different reasons, or for all different reasons. You know, mm-hmm. I've known both of them since we were little. Like Trey's dad and my dad grew up riding together, or we grew up kind of riding together because of our dads. And uh, I met Jimmy whenever we rode novice class back in like 2002 or something like that. Um, but I love Jimmy. He's hilarious. He he will always speak what's on his mind, but. Um, I, I know also know another him that Trey will do whatever he can to, to be there for you and help you out. He's a really good friend. So is Jimmy, but um, I love them both. I can't I can't uh, pick one or the other on that one. Fair enough. Well, uh, we'll give the nod to uh, to Trey on that one. But so my my next question: the winner of that one was going to go up against Ronnie Mack. So Trey Trey Kennard or Ronnie Mack? Oh, dude, Ronnie for sure. Yeah, yeah, that's no question asked. Like Ronnie's just he's the man like what can you say bad about ronnie he's awesome does ronnie still hang out with those guys at all or no oh yeah he does there okay. uh we actually saw him last week he was i was down in oklahoma and um we saw ronnie a little bit and he the i hit a ramp at kenny's for a little while and he came out and hit the ramp with us so he's um he was on the 98 just going big 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 and uh there's actually going to be some motosport.com videos coming up with ronnie mack so Motorsport.com, also uh, huge supporters of Fly Racing. Fly Racing is one of your sponsors, looking good in that brand new 2015 stuff. 
Oh, thanks. Appreciate it. Well, that's, I actually happened to, Jason Thomas hooked me up with a set of that gear. Absolutely the lightest jersey I've ever worn. Yeah. Yeah, it's good stuff, man. I've always uh, always had good luck with the fly gear. I wore it all last year. And this year I, I do wear fly sometimes, but I kind of just wear a little bit of everything with motorsports selling everything. Um, right. I work for them, so they kind of wanted me to wear um, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. So I do wear fly often now, and it's it's awesome gear, man. Max and JT and all those guys are super good people and i get along with them really well so have nothing bad to say about them perfect now let's get into this your preparations for the 2014 monster energy cup best whip competition last year you got the invitation you did the day qualifier weren't able to uh, uncork yourself or cork yourself enough to um to, to make it into the night show what have you done this year to uh, prepare yourself to do just that um honestly i haven't done anything really different i mean perfect. i feel like Every time I hit a ramp, I feel like I get better. I mean, that's just, it's just how you progress. You know, it, it feels like eventually you get um, used to going, um, going as big as you go or whatever. And then um, you, you got to push the envelope. Push, yeah, you're always pushing yourself to go bigger. So I feel like uh, maybe even though most of the time I feel like, oh man, I'm sucking today. I don't know. I don't really feel that good. And like I see a picture and I'm like, oh man, I guess I look just as good as last time or maybe a little bit better. So it's just one of those things that, uh, you just gotta, just gotta scare yourself almost to to go big. So I just need to go to Monster Cup and just scare myself a little bit and stay off the ground, and I should be all right, hopefully. Right on. So, well, you grew up as a racer. You still uh, run a number on your bike, and I'm not too sure whether it's the 365 days in the year or the last three numbers of your phone number happens to be 365. Uh, what? Why is it that you still run the uh, three-digit number? Man, I got that number whenever uh, I rode World Minis in like 2002 in the novice class. I I got that number, and I actually had 366 the year before, and I came the next year, and and uh, somebody already had it, so I got 365. Liked it better, so I kept it, and uh, it just kind of became a trademark thing, you know, just something that people recognize me by, and yep. it's just something I've always wanted to stick with. I, I like it, and this year I tried to ride some outdoor nationals, and I was uh, I got 720. Somebody already had already had 365, so didn't work out for me, but, uh, yeah, we got our clothing company. We just started up, uh, a few years ago, actually it's ride 365. So it works out pretty good. And, uh, we got some pretty big things coming with that. So I'm really pumped on it. And, uh, yeah, just, it was turned into sort of a trademark thing and everybody recognizes it. So I don't want to change it now. Perfect. If, uh, if anyone's looking to uh, get in touch with you or uh, find out more about that clothing line, where would they go? Um, NovaGloves.com has, uh, has everything that we carry. They also have my signature glove. Uh, it's called the do work glove because all through, uh, the last couple of years that are actually all my life up until this year, I've uh, worked construction, built swimming pools with my dad. So they thought it'd be there kind of know. a cool deal to make a, a glove that looked like a work glove, but it was actually a motor glove. And, uh, yeah, they can go to NovaGloves.com. They can go to motorsport.com. Um, there's a few sites that have it. So, um, yeah, you can get all our stuff there. Fair enough. I'm going to have to go get a set of those gloves for Bricklane. Awesome. That's what I do for a living. Not, yep. not just podcasts. That's right, sir. Man, I understand. I did, did some Bricklane myself. It's not very fun, huh? Uh, it's pretty repetitive, and it, it is heavy work, but uh, it pays the bills, and it allows me to have uh, do the things I want to do, which includes uh, my passion of ra- uh, racing motorcycles. Exactly. That's how I always looked at it. I mean, it, it just made me appreciate riding much more whenever I, I got to do it. You know, just 
it may suck whenever you're actually doing it, but you're thinking, man, I can't wait to get on my dirt bike. You don't take it for granted that way. It's pretty cool. It keeps you in shape too. So. Absolutely, nothing. Uh, nothing like a hard day's work to uh, uh, make you value those those, t- those times you able to just go out on your bike and uh, enjoy yourself, and, uh, and and that be the only thing that's on your mind. Yep, no doubt. I work in the office now a little bit here with motorsport, and uh, that's tough for me, man. Like I've never done anything like that, and it's yeah. hard whenever you got to go into the office every day. And e- even though you're doing something, it really you don't see a lot of results from it. Like whenever you're building something, like like we're used to, you know, it's just. Totally. totally different for me and it's something that I'm still not used to after a whole year but uh, hopefully uh, hopefully I get used to it because I have a pretty dang cool job so no doubt yeah absolutely I can step back from the back of a or the end of a driveway look at the house that we've put brick on and uh and it looks like something where you can step back from a pool and be like yeah I want to jump in that once there's some water in it and uh yeah it's, it's, it's a little bit different when you're when you're dealing with paper and files and like, or just like, and just trying to create something in a business aspect rather than actually tangible with your hands. So uh, it's, it's, it's interesting, interesting to see how you've made that transition. Cause I myself, uh, worked as uh, I was selling radio advertisement here in Winnipeg, uh, for a short period of time. Uh, cause obviously bricklaying is very seasonal. I was doing that in the wintertime and, uh, uh, I am not an office cat. I found that out for sure. <laughs> yeah. I don't think many of us moto guys are office guys. Yeah. But, um, so growing up as a racer, uh, you, you competed against some of the best, you went to the Loretta Lynn's, which means like, if you're coming out of Oklahoma, that means you're no slouch, even though it was in the, I believe it was in the C class that you had your best, uh, best showing. Um, that's, that's, you, you, you had some serious speed and even like qualifying for a national, uh, earlier this year, like you've got the skills, uh, on the track. Does that, translate into some of the progression that you use uh once now you've uh, kind of taken on this uh free riding um as, as your main deal yeah definitely i mean i think that uh all the moto skills definitely come into play it's it's still what i do most i mean i ride i ride the track more than anything i i ride like off-road races i ride, ride wood stuff ride motocross ride whatever like i just like being on my dirt bike so if i rode ramps all the time i'd get, probably get bored and i wouldn't want wouldn't want to do it anymore and uh, if i rode, rode moto it'd probably be the same way but um like you said i rode loretta's all through uh through growing up and i never did that great but it was uh it was just something i wanted to do more than anything i just wanted to go have the experience of doing that i love being with my friends and my family at, at the track and um it was just something that i never took too serious just kind of like i still do i never trained one day in my life i never uh, it's kind of sounds bad to say that but i just never took it that serious you know it's just something that i've done for fun and i've just because i loved it i feel like if i did it and trained and really put my full everything into it i would probably hate it so i don't want to do that so yeah for sure like there's there's, uh um you you have to basically when you're you're taking on a, a program or anything like that you have to read off of yourself not everyone can take on a ricky carmichael style uh alden baker program and be successful there's a lot of people like even say a Ke- kevin windham who he's just so talented on the bike and he he wants to spend time on the bike and that's how he got to the speed he was at if he had been on an alden baker program i guarantee he probably would have just said if that's how much i have to do to to be that fast and I'm not going to. Um, and, and it, it sours a lot of people and that the, they put a lot of pressure themselves on race day. So it, it's good to see that you seem to have a lot of passion for what you do. And that's what allows you to be so, so successful. 
Yeah, I try my best, man. It's uh, it's just something that's easy to do because I love it so much. Like I go, I go every day out. I go to the office or wherever I go. I just can't believe that I get to do this for a living. You know, it's it's uh, it's pretty amazing for sure that something so silly as to why how I got here is is led me to where I'm at. So it's been pretty awesome. I'm very blessed for it. For sure. How how did all of these connections really start to come about? I believe it was about two years ago, or maybe a year and a half. Uh, two years ago where there was some video started to uh, surface of uh, you getting all kinds of sideways on your dirt bike. Um, where did that kind of all come about and uh, what? how did that set the ball in motion to get you to where you're at today? Well, um, I got a good friend named Dayton Daft. He's been, been there with me for the past few years. Um, he actually lives here now with me. We are, we're roommates. Um, he started making videos in college. He went to college in Colorado in Denver and I lived in Oklahoma. He was from Oklahoma originally and, uh, his, he rode, his dad rode. Um, so we kind of knew each other a little bit, but he, uh, came back for Thanksgiving one year. I think it was 2011. And, uh, he was like, Hey, I've been making these videos. Let's do it. Let's do a video while I'm here. So we went out and did a video. It wasn't anything great. It was like a second motocross video ever. And, uh, it turned out all right. And then he came back for spring break. We did it again and people kind of started to watch it and pick up on it. And I'd never really done much video at that point. I had um, done a lot of photo stuff and worked for mag- amateur max magazine. Yep. Um, but I'd never done any video stuff. And, uh, after that we were thinking, man, there's gotta be something like there's more we can do with this. There's gotta be something. And, uh, I was out riding and I was down in Texas at this track and I probably did the biggest whip I'd ever done to that point. And somebody happened to get a picture of it. And it was a really cool picture and it was what kind of sparked it all. Um, we decided that we need to try, I need to try to get into the X games. And the only way I knew how to do that was to make a video series. And, uh, Dayton was my guy. So he, uh, he, every time he would come for a holiday, he would come down for Christmas and we made a video and he'd come down for, um, spring break and make a video, fall break, we'd make a video. It seemed like every two months we'd try to make a video. And we would go to different places, different people's houses, different like Kevin Windham's, Robbie Madison's, Twitches. Wow. I don't, re- I don't really know how it all started. We kind of just, we, I did the first one and I guess people kind of saw snowballed. it. Just snowballed. Like I, I, I just it, remember it going viral. It's just this, like everyone was talking about how, how Brett Q rides his motorcycle. And like, yeah. I can only imagine that the experiences that you, that would, that would come from that, uh, as the, the, that snowball started to roll, you, like you said, you get to go to Kevin Windham's place. You go into like ride with Twitch. Like these are what every kid dreams of. Oh, I know. And it, it was something that just seemed like it happened so fast. You know, it was just one of those things that you just still, as it's happening, you just have to sit there and just, take it all in because you're just like no way is this really happening to me you know like kevin windham's been a hero of mine since i was a little guy and now like talked to him on the phone a little bit ago about coming to party in the past year and he's we talk all the time now you know it's like mm-hmm. it's it's just something that's the craziest thing to me i still get like i get goofy and i can't even talk whenever he calls me sometimes i'm just like no way so yeah. it's pretty pretty crazy but uh yeah went and go with him go with Matto, twitch all those guys and those guys are awesome like i put them I just would have never expected them to, to treat me the way they did and open their places and their just their everything to me. You know, it's just it's pretty totally. cool. You're They're, one of the guys now. Yeah, and I don't, I don't fit in with them at all, honestly. Like, I, I don't have any tattoos. I don't have any piercings. I'm, I don't, I don't cuff all the time. You know, I, I pick my nose. So it's uh, 
yeah, it's, it, I don't fit in at all, but I think that maybe something that works in my favor most of the time. So I'm going to try to keep it that way, but it's, it's awesome. That's how it worked. And, um, uh, didn't get into the X games, but, um, that year, um, right at X games, I was out in California just in case there was some sort of a chance, you know, and I wrote with Twitch and Matt on Hanny and all those guys getting ready for it. The last year was in LA and, uh, Dayton was bummed. He was like, dude, I don't have any money. Like we had spent all the money I had saved up. Like I was working in between, uh, and trying to make enough money for us to go because he had to go to school and he didn't even have a job, you know? So I would try to make enough money for us to go to do what we do. And, um, at that point we were both broke. We had spent so much money and, uh, he called me, I was driving, I paid for him a flight home to go to school to take his finals. And, uh, I was driving home from California back to Oklahoma and he called me and he was like, you're never going to guess what just happened. He's like, motorsport.com just called me and wants to hire me. And I was so pumped for him, you know, like that was, that's his dream. I was, I was amped. Like he did it. And, uh, he came up here to Portland, started working for about a month. He, he worked for him and, and then he started talking to him about me and, and they were like, well, let's hire him. And so Dayton got me a job and I don't, I honestly can't believe it, but it's, uh, that's where we're at. So it's pretty, pretty awesome deal for sure. So what is your position at motorworld.com? Um, I do the amateur support stuff and, uh, I'm their brand ambassador. Basically. Um, I do like tech tip videos, how to videos, try to go represent them at the races. Um, anytime, anytime I'm out there, that's, that's basically what I do. Um, pretty much. I also make videos for them. Um, obviously it's, it's kind of my, my main deal. Um, just trying to promote them, get them, get views on their YouTube page and ultimately direct business their way. So that's my goal. So you're you're a little bit uh, you're kind of almost in the advertising uh, side of things where you you uh, you increase the exposure and uh, as far as a business goes it's a, the, it's an ability to get exposure it's his ability to make money so you're uh, playing an integral role definitely I I like to tell myself that sometimes I feel pretty worthless whenever I'm at the office and I don't really have much to do so it That's makes me feel better Facebook to do something like that <laughs> I know. on Facebook definitely. and you're tweeting at me. Man, wait till you see the uh, wait till you see the new Moto Six movie that we did. Oh, yeah? It's gonna be awesome. There is some pretty I, funny stuff we got, so you're gonna have to you're gonna have to check it out. Well, I I've, I think I had uh, Moto Five play a uh, minimum two hundred times since uh, <laughs> since I had it on my iTunes. Uh, it's gotten like if you can I don't know if you can wear out a, a, a file on your iTunes like you can a CD, but if that were possible, I, I think it would stop playing on its own. <laughs> So That's I'm looking forward to six. Um, any any chance that like, are are you at all in that thing at all? Like, do you have any segments at all? Um, maybe, maybe, maybe here and there. <laughs> yeah, I got my own segment, so it's going to be Perfect. awesome, man. We uh we can uh, kind of played off the whole office thing and how how I just kind of try to try to avoid work at all costs. Oh, good. Less. So kind of like an office space to, style thing. Oh yes, exactly. That's what we were going yes. for. So it's yes. going to be pretty golden. And then we have some pretty killer riding. There's a there's a private track up here that a guy named Luke Evans owns and, mm-hmm. and the place is sweet. It's got a, a ramp there and, um, pretty sweet track, cool, cool scenery. And then blew into Wash Eagle as well. So can't, can't have a Northwest video without Wash Eagle in it. So it no, was, yeah, uh, you guys went up there and awesome. as you're preparing, pre- preparing to, uh, try and, uh, see if you can put the, uh, 720 in, uh, on the gate and, uh, how close were you to qualifying for the race or did you end up uh, on the, uh, the 40 man gate? No, I barely missed it. Unfortunately, there was a uh, there was like eighty something guys out there, and uh, I rode the four fifty pass. One, and yeah, it was pretty pretty big one. And 
I I qualified like 52nd, I think, but I'm not a very good mud rider, and it was pretty muddy in our race and our practices and stuff. So it was that, and it rained so bad the week leading up to it. Um, mm-hmm. The day before we rode press day, and we couldn't even make any of the jumps. Like it was just waist deep ruts all mm-hmm. over the track. So it was pretty gnarly. Like on the race or during the race and on TV and stuff, it looked really good, but it was not good that morning. It was bad news. So and then the constant I had like. Uh, I had all right, started around the first turn, it wasn't great, and then I kept, came out towards the second turn pretty good, and uh, I was probably in like sixth or seventh, honestly, I don't know how, from the start I had, but uh, I clipped the guy's back wheel and fell over, and I, I went to last, so I went, came from last, to, which was 36th, to um, like 14th or 15th, 16th, okay. in, four, in four laps, so I ran out of time, but uh, I think if it had been dry, I think I might have been able to make it, but there's always next year, so I'm going to There's always next year, my friend. You put a couple extra a laps in there. Forever. Yeah. For yeah, sure. For sure. You get up in there. So, um, it's always been a goal of mine to make a national, so that's what I want to do. Well, excellent. I, I think you definitely, uh, you've shown the skills that you've, you've, uh, like, and you, you still do a little, a little bit of pro racing here and there as well. Just, uh, like not only to make a few bucks here and there, but also just go out there and, uh, and get, get a few gate drops as well. Don't you? Yeah, definitely. I, uh, I try to go racing whenever I get the chance or whenever I get invited somewhere to go, to go somewhere cool. Um, mm-hmm. actually going to Hawaii here in a <clears throat> couple of weeks to do a, to do a little, I the week before monster cup, do a little yeah. race. And then, uh, the week after Monster Cup, I, oh, I drive back home, and then one day later, I leave for New Zealand to go race at Ben Townley. So I'm pretty pretty excited about that. There and, you go, uh, BT ele- BT101. Oh yeah, that guy's a stud. Like I never would have imagined that that he was the guy he is, and the oh man, he's awesome. I can't say enough about that guy. I'm so and he on. might be a zombie based on how much he gets hurt and just keeps coming back. <laughs> I know. And I feel so bad for him because he has so much potential and he always has and just yeah. kept getting hurt. But he still goes pretty darn fast. I rode with him in uh, Australia last uh, June, I think we went over there. And that's mm-hmm. when I met him. And, uh, man, he put the hurting on us. He whooped us. But he's fast. For sure. for sure. No, I, I think uh, as far as um, championship titles that uh, Ryan Villapoto has secured over his years, the hardest battle he ever had really was in 2007 when he, he battled uh, Brett or uh, Ben for the, um, for the 250 title. That's for sure. That was a race. Like how many times like they swapped out? Yeah. They'd swap out motos and almost tie. I think I guarantee they probably tied six, six out of the nationals. Yeah, that's for sure. That's uh that was a pretty awesome season. Definitely. But Ben's awesome though. He's uh pretty cool for inviting me over to, his hometown to go race and he's even bringing in some ramps for me to to get to have some fun on the night before and that that day during the intermission and stuff so he's taking care of me he's a good guy so i'm pumped excellent i was so uh, curious as to as far as bike setup goes for you you do a lot of moto but you also uh when you hit the steel like the steel ramps and and i got to imagine there's a little bit different bike setup for even throwing the kinds of whips that you do off of a dirt lip how does your bike setup change uh differ from say someone who's uh racing uh fast intermediate to uh, a regular pro rider um honestly you'd probably be surprised but i only have one bike well until i got that cr250 i only have one bike okay. um, that I, that I jump ramps on and, uh, it's actually set up for motocross. If I, I tried ramp suspension one time, like stiffer stuff and I didn't like it. It feels like, uh, it just, is just too stiff and I can't really get into it and just make it pop off the lip. I almost feel better when my stuff just bottoms out and I just 
I don't, I don't know. It's just what I'm used to. Yeah, you make it work. Yeah, if if I'm comfortable with something, that's the biggest thing to me. It's not really necessarily the fact that it's too soft, too stiff. It's just whatever I'm comfortable with. And I ride moto more than I do hit ramps, like I said. So it makes more sense to have moto suspension and then just go suffer on ramps a little bit. But I don't know. It's I, I would rather ride that than a stiff bike that didn't handle through the braking bumps and ruts, you know. So it's just one of those things. But um, I like to ride with my with the shock a little bit softer and my fork's a little stiffer too because I feel mm-hmm. like my uh, the rear end just sits a little lower and I can just get underneath it a little better. But other than that, I mean, I really, I honestly don't really care too much about my bike. Like, I can get used to just about anything. I like it to look good. That's all I care about. If it looks good, I'm going to go big, probably. <laughs> then we have that in common, yeah. I think uh, a clean bike or a, a good-looking bike goes fast. So uh, um, I think I spent more money on the at the uh, at the the car wash getting the bike dialed in than uh, on on fresh tires for it, unfortunately. Um, but uh, yeah, it's 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 interesting to hear that uh, you don't do a whole lot. I understand the whole uh, kind of getting the bike uh, to squat down a little bit more because you do like you basically want to loop that bike out as you're. Uh, working on your progression through throwing a whip the way you do. Yeah, exactly. If you uh, if you don't start with the front end pretty darn high, then you're going to endo for sure because it still tries to come back and endo on you with with the way that I do it, anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, it just the bike ends up fully straight, straight nose down. So it just, I mean, it just depends on your style, and that's just what I got. I feel like my whip is more of a moto whip than a lot of the guys that like. I try not to be jerky with it, and I try not to be. Uh, I don't know. I just try to be smooth as I can, and yeah, it I don't seems want like that one motion. to ever change. Yeah, I don't want that to ever change. I don't want to get. That's another reason I don't want to get too used to ramps. You know, I just want to mm-hmm. always try to have that moto style and bring it to a ramp, just because it's different. I feel like it sets it apart than from the the normal ramp jumper. So, for sure. So. um what are what are your goals for? Uh, have you set a goal for yourself for uh, the Monster Energy Cup? Oh, well, I mean, I want to go win. Obviously, I mean, yeah. I, there's there's no other uh, there's no no other goal for me besides that, except I want to win. But um, if I made it to the night show, I'd I'd be pretty pumped. It's just it's so hard to do. You know, it's like with the judging thing. Anything judged is tough because I don't even know who judges it. But it's yeah. just uh, it's one of those things like. And you know how it is. It's just oh, for sure. I I competed in freestyle skiing, and uh, imagine uh, sixty athletes going down a mobile course, and pretty much everyone's doing the exact same jumps, and yeah. over like a four hour period. How do you know? Like, how, how can you really tell that the person that went down f- the first of the day or the last of the day? How much different were they? And yeah, it's just it's 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 wild. And yeah, it's all it's about overall impression. A lot of times with the whips. So, yep. like, you can't say that a little bit of favoritism comes in here and there, and and that's just human nature. Like, you see, like whether it, like honestly, a guy could win on his bike looking sweet. Like, if you get two guys do the exact same whip, uh, one guy's bike looks sweet, the other guy's bikes look hammered. Most likely, going to go with the the nice looking uh, bike, right? Exactly. It's just yeah, it's something you can't help. Like you said, it's not necessarily that. Oh, I like this guy better than this guy, but yeah. it's just, it's just one of those things, whatever it's catches your eye. It could, could be something, but something different with each person, you know, it's, it's just one of those things. So I, I just so hope you get in there. Rip it and rip it. Yep. That's right. I, I feel like if I just go as big as I can, then they can't say no. I'll, I mean, that's, 
that's my thought. So I'm just going to try my best and have some mm-hmm. fun no matter what. Just go out there and represent motorsport.com the best I can. That's the only thing I have to worry about. So. Awesome. So before I let you go, let's talk a little bit about that two-stroke. Now, we talked a little bit about Ronnie Mack and, of course, your, your little affair for that gentleman because all of the awesome things that he does. And he's got that 1998 CR. And as much as that uh, is uh, tagged as a bit of a goon bike, by the sounds of it and to the ear of a of a um, educated uh, fan, I know that that thing's pretty cherry. Dude, it's very cherry. The thing is so perfect. We yeah. bought it for Ron um, from a guy that I knew actually from my hometown, and he was like a sixty-year-old guy. He rode it off and on. Never, never even had to change the tire. Had the original tire on it whenever we got it for him. Yes. And uh, that thing was—it's sweet. It runs so good. Put a pipe on there for him, and um, yeah, it runs good. Like he let me ride it the other day. I hit the ramp on it like no problem. Threw threw down some whips. Just it was sick. It, felt awesome i can't even tell you it was good no but it, it also it sounds like the like uh he, i know he's he's heavily sponsored by fmf now that he's been doing some spokesman work for them as well as uh, paps blue ribbon um but uh like the thing sounds really crisp and uh i i couldn't help but notice it most likely has supercross style suspension on it as there was endoing quite aggressively in one of the videos could that be confirmed or not or, not, or denied yeah, it has pretty uh, pretty stiff suspension on it, but it's honestly really good suspension. Like yeah. I thought, well, that's I was the like, man, one or the merge racing stuff. Yeah, the merge merge racing. Jim Lewis just kills it on that stuff. Um, I mean, I got my 07 and I put the air forks on it, and uh, from my 450, and I think I'm gonna take them off and put my 07 suspension back on because whenever Jim does it up, it's it's radical. It's awesome. So after riding that 98 of Ronnie, I can't say no to it. It's he's got it dialed in for sure. So anything that can soak up that ramp and, and just take the hits that Ronnie does is pretty awesome stuff. Excellent. Well, you know what? We really, uh, we look forward to, uh, seeing the, uh, the 365 uh, out there in the two stroke form as well. Uh, we wish you the best of luck with the monster energy cup, best whip Brett. And, uh, we thank you so much for taking some time with us tonight, about a 45 minute conversation. And, uh, really appreciate you taking the time. And, uh, I hope that our listeners, uh, took away from it and, and, uh, and really connect with the fact that you are a passionate guy about motorcycles, motorsport.com and, uh, and all the things that you're, you're doing right now. It's great stuff. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate you having me on, and uh, I can't wait to uh, can't wait to check it out. Absolutely. Well, I'll, I'll forward you the link uh, as soon as I uh, do some editing, throw some commercials in, and uh, we should have this posted up for tomorrow. And uh, hopefully, uh, in about three or four weeks' time, we can. Or yeah, it's just over a, just over a month. We can discuss uh, how you went ahead and uh, won the best whip contest. <laughs> That's what I like to hear. I like the faith. Absolutely, brother. You've got my vote. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, sir. I appreciate you. All right. Take care. Have a good one. Yep. You too, brother. Thank you for listening to the Big MX Podcast, brought to you by X-Brand Goggles. Be sure to check out our archive for episodes you may have missed. Check out our website at BigMXRadio.com for more content.